0: Welcome to Test Don't Guess, the podcast created for unlicensed health practitioners who love chatting about functional lab testing. I'm Jensen, your host. I'm a functional nutritional therapy practitioner, developer of the HTMA analysis app, and creator of the Instant HTMA professional course. But here, I'm just your curious colleague who wants to know all about the functional lab tests that you're using, how you learn to properly interpret them, and how incorporating labs has impacted your confidence and your practice. In this season of Test Don't Guess, we're going to talk with practitioners, course creators, and lab experts to help you navigate the world of functional testing, and I am super glad you're here. Remember, this is a podcast intended for learning purposes only, and it does not provide professional legal or medical advice.
1: Hey, Hey. Michael. (laughs) I haven't done done IG Live in a long time, actually, especially with someone, Yeah. I'll be here.
0: Well, I was thinking this would be the best way for us to you know for the people that are following you to be able to see it and people that are following me which is great <laughs> for sure
1: it's, it's it's there's so much benefit I love that they have this it just pops up and then it pops in everyone's feed right it's perfect
0: yeah so how are you doing
1: I am good I'm excited I haven't done a live course um I've been I think like six or seven weeks since i've done the last class and so i'm excited this is the biggest break i've had
0: (laughs) right right
1: i'm excited to uh do it last time i didn't take a day i didn't take a week off between the last two it was like one right after the other trying to squeeze it in before the holiday so i was like i'm gonna take a bigger break
0: (laughs) yeah so is this the third round of live fourth fourth okay yep awesome and it starts tonight so it's the intro call tonight right awesome oh my gosh
1: Yeah. Starts mm. in two hours. Okay. It's just the intro call. So it's totally okay. People miss it. Right? Yeah. I always tell people that's like, that's why I make it that way. Um, it's just, you know, kind of a recap of, you know, if you've watched the webinar, the pre-recorded webinar, it's like why we use blood chemistry, a bit about who I am, kind of what we'll be studying and things like that. A lot of probably what we'll cover on this call.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, so, yeah, I mean, we can, we can just go ahead and get into it. I was, I'm hoping that this call will be about you know half an hour long. I didn't want to take too many too much of your time or maybe else's time, but um, this is the first call or the first live that we're going to be doing on a series of hopefully eight that are going to happen on, um, on my page where I'm going to be talking with people that have been using different types of functional labs in their practice, or they've gone through different functional lab education. And just being able to share this information where people can make the right decision for what they're looking for in their practice and what's going to be the best next step for them. Because I think you and I agree that labs are like the best way to grow your practice. They and really can, really be, they can elevate, be so helpful. Yeah. Just elevate from kind of a, I mean, I obviously love the education from the NTA, but um, taking it to that next level where you can really work with people, especially in, from a remote perspective. So yes. that's my goal here is to just, understand more about you. Um, I want to hear more about your practice, like with using um, blood work with clients and that kind of thing. So if you want to start by just uh, giving us a quick introduction, I know you have quite a story. I was actually listening to your podcast last night on iron with, love oh my gosh, great podcast. And I heard a lot of your story and I was like, okay, I'm going to ask him to do like a quick version of his, <laughs> of his intro. Cause I didn't want to like I don't know. (laughs) So I know you've already said that recently, basically. So yeah, um, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you.
1: Yeah. So my name is Michael Rutherford. I've been practicing since 2015. So going on seven years this year. Um, Started as a health coach um, through Primal Nutrition, Primal Blueprint, kind of the paleo primal background. Um, And then knowing that I wanted to go to the NTA and go through that, and then I've gone through tons and loads of other more trainings on a lot of stool on stool testing and organic acids and blood chemistry multiple blood chemistry i'm like obsessed with blood chemistry courses i've taken most of the ones out there um and such a really i I found it super fascinating to me no surprise that's why i teach it now um because i saw holes in each of the programs. One of the programs I did covered a ton of markers, but was super basic, like most functional kind of most functional blood chemistry courses are, where it's like, here's the marker, here's the range, here's the highs and lows, and that's it. And that was their like in depth blood chemistry course, or the other one where it was a little bit of markers, it was just the core markers, but deep in the physiology, I'm like, man, why can't there be both? Why can't we have a course that has a ton of markers and as deep in the physiology, and I was like, I can do that, um, and so I did. My own health journey was through a lot of, growing up with just horrible IBS and digestive issues until my late, you know, mid late twenties, um, and that kind of sparked my whole, my own healing journey and where I'm at today. My my one on one practices focus primarily on hypothyroidism. Um, I see a lot of clients with that, and it really helped me change how I view labs and blood chemistry specifically, but labs in general, is that, um, I think the big mistake we see practitioners in lab testing make is that they test to their niche. And so like for me, I was like, oh, and you see this in thyroid practitioners, they niche in hypothyroidism. And so they'll test a full thyroid panel where it's the TSH, the T4, the T3, reverse T3, the antibodies, and that's what they're testing. And that's what we call a full thyroid panel. I don't. My full thyroid panel is a lot bigger than that um, because that only tells us the, the what. It doesn't really give us the why. So the core of blood chemistry is really helpful with the why. And I see that in a lot of other tests, in hormone testing and stool testing, that we see a lot of what the problem is, but we're missing a lot of the whys. And blood chemistry really, really helps get down to the why when we learn how to utilize it and what markers to run.
0: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. That's awesome. Um, so do you use any other tests in your practice or do you really only do, I know you mentioned doing, you know, you've been trained on the OAT and like GI map and that kind of thing. How often do you use those?
1: I would say 80% of the labs I run are blood chemistry. I do utilize other labs, especially if they already have them. I definitely want to see them. And I will occasionally run those other ones. Typically when I get, when we're kind of stuck in progress, we're not seeing what we'd expect, the shifts we're expecting. Then I might be like, okay, let's go look exactly what's happening because sometimes that alongside can help uncover something that we didn't see previously.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Are there any, Any like clients that come to mind where you're like, I would have never been able to help them without running certain lab markers or- Oh, um, 100%. All the yeah. time.
1: <laughs> All the time. I, I think I go, and this is what actually happens. Why so many, I have a lot of people, most of, 90% of my clientele are practitioners, coaches, or people who have been in this own healing journey space for a while. Whether they've seen multiple other practitioners or they've tried to fix it themselves, Um, And then they're coming to me and I'll get people who come to me with like two or three GI maps and no blood chemistry and they can't resolve the problem. They've got these, whether it's candida or parasites or infections, whatever, they can't resolve them. And we go and finally run their blood labs and their irons through the roof. Right. So they're feeding those pathogens. Iron especially is very life giving. It's required for life for just about every living thing. But it can also be problematic when we have too much. And in the case of microbes, is it's life-giving, right? right. And so we're feeding them. And so sometimes we see this high iron. We're like, well, no wonder why. You're like getting all this in and we have to dig. Is it coming from the water? Are they cooking with cast iron? What's going on there? Mm-hmm. I've uncovered, I, I, uh, I had a client who's actually, uh, was also a student. Um, and we found that she ended up, her house, it's an old house and had cast iron piping. Mm. and a lot of even the high-end filters don't often remove the iron from that and so she thought she was getting really good water but lo and behold her both her and her husband's iron was through the roof and it was because it was coming from their water yeah and that was then feeding the pathogens
0: right right yeah so a lot of the questions i got from people whenever i uh, posted yesterday asking for questions uh that i would ask you were about htma and and um doing blood chemistry like just side by side that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and iron is the number one marker on the htma test that i'm like you need blood (laughs) (laughs) like we can look at it on htma that's not going to tell us hardly anything Mm -hmm. and i think it's really interesting to um look at all the different copper imbalance indicators on htma and that should probably push us towards this person is needing an iron panel done and, and additional markers. Um, but yeah, iron is like the number one thing that I tell people. I'm like, just pretty much ignore it.
1: (laughs) Like it's really
0: not going to tell us much with tissue iron.
1: So. Yeah. I think more than anything that they complement each other. Um, they're so phenomenal and HTME is really affordable and we can make blood chemistry really affordable. The panel I run the most is like $45. And it's what I run the most because it's my follow up, and I'll run it two to three times sometimes. Whereas I have a really big, broad, comprehensive panel, and I have other smaller panels. I have my panels range anywhere from forty-five to three hundred and fifteen. So there's a big ra- and there's probably six or seven of them in that range. So there's a big range of those. Where a lot of those, the core of them are probably between about one hundred and fifty and two hundred and fifty. Um, but the one that I'm running the most costs forty-five bucks. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's super affordable. And that, I mean, even that one, I'm actually working on creating a new one. That's going to be around the 65, $70 range. Mm -hmm. Um, It just gives us just a little bit, but also so much more information than the $40 one. Um, and I think that plus HTMA for about what you're looking at, 150, 175 bucks is an incredible deal for the amount of information you would get. And it's going to include those iron markers that we want to see.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that's a huge, um, I think, I think you're totally right. And the fact that people can get the blood work done from their doctor too, that's something I'm really, um, what's the word I'm looking for, but envious of that, yeah. that blood is, that blood is so obviously recognized and like research. There's so much more research on blood chemistry than anything else.
1: It is. And it's so, what we're using 90% of the time in research they're looking at blood markers.
0: Yeah. And, uh, what actually got me into functional medicine at all was I had a consult with somebody that, uh, cause I was struggling with some thyroid problems like years ago. And I had a consult with somebody and she was like, can I see your, your blood lab? And she talked to me about optimal ranges versus functional or sorry, optimal ranges versus conventional ranges. Mm-hmm. And my brain exploded and I was like, no wonder I have been, I've been like all these doctors have been saying that I'm normal, normal, normal. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. But I'm like, okay, then like what's going on though. And then she, she shows me, okay, we need to be looking at this and this. And I was like, I, it opened up a whole new world to me. And I, I have had an insatiable knowledge for it ever since like just so. Interesting. And we can
1: find that in research. I mean, it's specifically with thyroid. You can search on PubMed, which is where we, in the U.S., where we keep, you know, most of our published peer-reviewed journals and and studies, is that you can actually search the term subclinical hypothyroidism. That is a recognized term, even in allopathy, in research that this, and essentially it's this, it's when the TSH is between, it's, they have the thyroid symptoms, but the TSH is still under 4.5 or 5. And typically it's between 3 and 4.5 or 5. And we call that subclinical hypothyroidism. And it's, it's actually seen in the literature, but we can see this a lot of times. Often it will be reported as um, even within normal limits, we see it correlated with XYZ. Hmm. Um, GGT is a fantastic marker. I just posted about it, I think, yesterday, or the day before. Um, it's gamma glutamyl transferase or transpeptidase, it's, a, it's t- typically called a liver enzyme but it's not on the liver panel or the metabolic panel, sadly. It should be, but it's not. Mm -hmm. But there's really good research looking at, I think it's traditional range goes up to like 50 um, in some labs. And so there's a lot of research looking at GGT even within normal limits and its correlation to xenobiotic exposure and different environmental toxins within workforces. And seeing that, you know, it starts at about 25, that, there's an increase in with each like five, five point increase has more exposure, even Mm -hmm. between that 25 and 50, which is within normal limits. Mm -hmm. And that's a really good, that's some of the ways that we begin looking at these optimal ranges for blood chemistry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have you had any conversations with like conventional medicine, medical doctors about your, like just the optimal ranges versus conventional ranges?
1: I have actually, so I actually have a client of mine Um, she came to me and now my business cards sit on her desk. She's actually a, um, medical director at a small hospital in the Midwest. And I've got multiple clients from her because I mean, she basically had a whole, you know, hospital worth of doctors and no one was figuring out her GI issues. She was basically forced into a carnivore diet just because she couldn't eat like any vegetables. She would walk through the grocery store and actually just kind of feel like off just Mm. going through the produce section. Like, her body was just, like, revolting towards it. And she knew that wasn't normal, right? And so after about four months now, she was, like, I remember her talking about how she went out to this meal, this, like, wonderful meal, super nice restaurant, and she wasn't super worried about what she was going to eat. She she ate things that weren't necessarily what she would normally eat. She doesn't have it in her house. And normally that would have set her off for, like, a week. She was like, I felt, you know, kind of, eh, that night. But by the next day, I was totally fine. And that was a huge progress for her mm-hmm. and what that is. And and we've talked about it. And it's really fun to talk with her about, you know, what we see in the blood chemistry. So she's actually going through the self-paced course, which is super awesome.
0: Yeah, that is cool. I think uh, I, I just don't understand how doctors can look at us and say, you're fine when you're telling them you're not fine. And I just, I, I haven't been able to have any conversations with um, like conventional medical medical side about that. And it's just interesting to me. Like how, how can they do that? Don't they have questions? Don't they wonder like, okay, then what is going on? And so um, I I just think it's amazing that you're able to offer this to so many practitioners and everything that you're getting people comfortable with this. um, And I mean, changing lives like all over the world now. (laughs) Yeah. I've
1: um, definitely had doctors. There's a, a, um, One, he actually runs an iron clinic um, in the UK and told me that copper has nothing to do with iron metabolism. And I was like, that's not like an affordable thing. Like (laughs) this isn't textbooks that copper is required for iron metabolism. I'm like, what do you mean that there's nothing to do with it? (laughs) It's just like like, you run an iron clinic. Pumping these people full of iron infusions who probably just need copper. Like it was nuts. And I'm like did this really just happen? Like that's still the state of our, of our medical world is that this is someone whose daily job is specifically about iron and doesn't understand a very basic concept that's in medical textbooks, like not alternative, like naturopathic textbooks, in conventional medicine textbooks that copper is required for iron metabolism. I'm just like-
0: I'm like, what are you learning then? <sighs>
1: Yeah, like, what are you learning?
0: What, what, can I actually see your textbook? Because <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, do you have any tips for people that are trying to get their blood work done, um, maybe through a doctor? Um, do you have any tips for them asking for, like, specific markers from their
1: doctor? That's definitely tough. Now, the yeah. basics, the core ones, are usually simple enough which is nice because sometimes we can get the follow-up testing because they're pretty routine. Most of them are pretty routine markers. Um, it can be really hard to get beyond that. And it's, sadly, it's for a couple different reasons. One, a lot of it's ego. Yeah. Sadly, the, the, the ego of a white coat is pretty, pretty high. Oftentimes, not always. We always mm-hmm. have outliers. I've had many doctors, even traditional ones who get that they aren't able to, ha- they, they believe their patient so the patient is really struggling and they're not being able to find anything. And they're actually willing to work like, Hey, I get that. I am not able to help you directly, but if I can help you get these labs and then, then cool. Um, mm-hmm. So that's been really cool to see, but more often than not, are really resistant to running a lot of markers. Their number one argument is, well, insurance, isn't going to cover it. This is typically what they, they jump to first level. I've worked in a doctor's office. I've worked in a functional MD's office and 90% of what, a, what, insurance will cover comes down to how you code it and it's really simple to code most things but unexplained fatigue and digestive issues IBS like there's no we can't test for IBS it's symptomology basically Mm -hmm. that's excluded by other things so concern for malabsorption is great for like the vast majority of nutrient-based markers first of all (laughs) because hey we're concerned about malabsorption there's a lot of digestive upset Mm -hmm. fatigue I mean everything is linked with fatigue and so it can actually be really easy a lot of times to code those things. They just don't want to. Yeah. And the, it comes down to, they don't know how to use that marker and they don't want, I, I think a lot of it comes down to, they don't want to say it. They mm-hmm. don't want to say that if that marker actually came back out of range, that they wouldn't know what it means. Right. They're not taught it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Oh yeah. So, um, I so the majority of the questions I got from people, I just want to, um, we have about 10 minutes left. So the majority of the questions I got from people were about HTMA and blood chem together. People are asking us for resources where potentially being able to like look at different patterns together. Do you have any um, knowledge on, okay.
1: I don't Um, have, like, comparisons of this, like, this nutrient marker in blood versus, like, HTMA or anything like that. I think it would be really cool. I think it would be cool to see someone teach, wink, wink, uh, (laughs) (laughs) like, how to utilize the two together. But I think it's definitely something that once you understand both, you can easily see that. I have a few students who use HTMA a lot previously coming to the blood chem course now do and now they understand blood chem and they use them all the time um margaret barry is one that that comes to mind at muscles and motherhood she Mm -hmm. loves utilizing both and it's really cool to see like yes i saw this in the HCMA and then we saw it reflected in the blood or vice versa right and I think that just goes to the validity of validity of both
0: yeah yeah um i think so I'm about halfway through your course right now. I'm doing the self-paced version and loving it. It's great. Um, and I, I, while I was going through the electrolyte section, obviously my ears perked up. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought it was so interesting, the importance of sodium to potassium in the blood. And that is the most important marker on an entire HTMA test too. And I was like, they go hand in hand. It makes yeah. great sense. Even though I'm always telling people we have to look at these as two very separate things because they're showing two different systems in the body with the mm-hmm. tissues and the blood. But there is obviously a correlation there. So it would be really interesting for us to sit down and like figure out um, what patterns do exist between the two and uh, be yeah. able to kind of guide people in that way. So That'd be really cool. That that was like the majority of the questions was all HTMA and blood chem. Like which one is better? Which one's more important? Which one's preferred? And I just kept, I mean, my my stance on it is they're both really good in two separate ways, if, right?
1: I, I think dollar for dollar, there is no better combo than HTMA and blood. Yeah. I think especially because for what you can get in blood, I mean, it, it's most uh, functional tests, the Dutch, the GI, MAP, organic, they're all around a $300 to $350 price range for most of them, give or take. Yeah. It's like it, dollar for dollar, if you got the HTMA, that still leaves like 200 50 dollars worth of blood like you can get a lot of information mm-hmm. so it's like dollar for dollar there is no other test can even compete with what you can get from htma and but and you could be way cheaper than that yeah you could test twice with blood and htma for the cost of one functional test
0: right right and how often do you recommend retesting blood
1: so I could, I have a really comprehensive panel that's going to give me a really broad stroke that I look at first, and that just gives me a really big whole body picture, regardless of the system, of the problem that they're coming to me with, because I found that if I only focused on what their obvious symptom was, I was missing the bigger picture looking mm-hmm. elsewhere. So I, I start really broad, and my fo- my first follow-up is usually in the six to eight-week window, and then a follow-up after that is anywhere in the six to 10-week window, depending on what those protocols are looking like and what we're seeing.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very good. Well, so tell us more about your course and what's starting tonight. Like, how long is the course? What can people expect?
1: Yeah, so I'm super excited. So we are this is week one of 12. It's 10 modules um, and it's over 12 weeks in the first in the first round by week four. People were like, we need a break. It's so much information. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I was like, oh, you know, I'll probably spend three or four hours a week. It's on average, to be honest, about six to eight that most clients or most students spend a week in there, which still is manageable. It's an hour a day. As long as you know that going in, I think that's pretty manageable. Um, but it's about six to eight hours a week average because it's so much in physiology. It's so much information. It's, I mean, you're looking at three to four hours of recorded content each week that you're having to pause and stop and re-listen to. Mm -hmm. We've got the live calls. The live calls are every Tuesday at 12 Pacific time. Um, So really looking at those things. So we go over all the different modules we've got. We start with the kidneys and adrenals with the, the electrolytes, We go into the liver and gallbladder, then blood sugar, immune, um, lipids and cholesterol, nutrients and anemia, thyroid, uh, vitamin D, inflammation, and then we're rounding out the 10th week in um, uh, just your finals and moving forward, setting up your lab accounts. Um, When you finish the course, you get... uh, access to this awesome set of lab panels. So this is my custom order sheet that I've worked with the company. Um, We do labs through LabCorp, but we can actually ship drop kits. So even if you don't have a local LabCorp, you can still work out, you can still get them done elsewhere. They work with most um, countries. They can ship to even outside of the US, they can ship those kits. Um, And so I have six custom panels on there and it's gonna actually be seven soon um, that I've personally created um, so I have my two, I have like a comprehensive, a basic, a super basic, um, and then anemia, thyroid, immune, and insulin resistant panels. So those are usually ones that I will do at the longer term follow-up, like that second follow-up. Um, and so that is really helpful.
0: Do you see the questions coming in? I wasn't sure. If I do. I just them. saw this. So can okay.
1: someone, can someone that works a corporate full-time job take the blood chem course? Yes. I've had people that do all the things still be able to take this course. Again, it's going to be about an hour a week. Or an hour a day, an hour a day, not an hour a week, an hour a day that you could set aside. And you could always like cram it, you know, in a couple days a week. So it's just kind of up to your schedule. The, all the live calls are recorded. So you always have access to those. Um, and something that is just starting now um, is that you actually get access for life to live calls. So when I do the next, if you signed up for right now in the spring and I do one in the fall, you will actually be able to join those live calls as well and ask questions. Um, So it's just kind of this like lifetime mentoring. Essentially, you can come in and still ask questions and things like that. Um, There is a self-paced course. So if you just really just want to be able to truly fully go at your own self-paced, there is an option for that.
0: Um, great question from Abigail too. That's something I wanted to cover. Yeah. I think people, yeah. like, people get really stressed about the logistics behind blood work because it's not a stool test or a hair test that you're doing in your you home. Do at home.
1: Yeah. And
0: so it's like, wait, what do I do? What do I tell my client?
1: Yeah. So where do you take the drop kits anywhere that does blood work? My own local LabCorp facility just closed down. That's a bummer. We've had a lot closed Mm. down. I had someone who used to have one and then the next closest one was like four and a half hours away because it closed down because of COVID. Um, So it really just depends. And the company will actually help you find a local place to do it. It, Not everyone will. Not everyone will take LabCorp kits. So we can't say it's just like, oh, anyone, but typically we can find someone in your area. There is a slightly extra, they're gonna charge a draw fee. And so there is that extra fee, but we can typically find someone in your area. What that process looks like, it's really simple. I like, I'll just kind of go through my practice. I take payment from the client, I process, I put in the request to the company, they get that filled out. And basically by the time you get the requisition form from them, it'll come in your email. You can go in and set up your appointment. I mean, typically from the time you pay, it's probably going to be about three business days and you could be in the lab um, getting your results. And then depending on the panel, it's anywhere from one day turnaround to about eight. (laughs) So it just just depends. My really basic like follow-up one is like literally it's a one or two day turnaround. My comprehensive is like six to eight days. Just because some of those markers should literally just take longer to process.
0: And do the results come to your email and to the client's email or just to yours?
1: So technically both, most people don't realize this, but you can set up an account in, on LabCorp's website, and right. you'll actually get the results before I do. Um, they typically will get them anywhere from 12 to 24 hours, so you can totally see those, but they, LabCorp will send it to the company who then puts it in my portal. Because it's that I'm not the ordering physician and my mm-hmm. students aren't the ordering physician unless they're licensed and able to do that directly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the, the third party company is actually who is being listed as the licensed physician. So they're the ones who are going to get the official results. But you can mm-hmm. always look in your own lab core portal as well.
0: Okay, perfect, perfect. And then um, you were saying that you wanted to share a big discount code with everybody yes. who watched.
1: So I made it super easy. It's test, okay. don't guess in all Love capital that. letters, no <laughs> spaces. It's just like your handle, except it's all capital letters. And that will save you 25% off. I technically put that coupon through tomorrow at eleven fifty nine PM um, Pacific time. So you have really until the end of day tomorrow. Again, we do have the first call today. It's just a welcome kind of basics. This is what the course is about. So if you did miss it, it's not the biggest deal in the world. It's in 90 minutes. Uh, so, um, but we do have that. And then again, those are always recorded and you can see that. And then you just go right into the material.
0: Okay. And if you join this self-paced course, do you have access to any of the live calls like the, the so you have the access to
1: past ones so and there is one per week so you don't get like the whole library of them whereas mm-hmm. if you join the, the the live any live course is you will get a full library of the current and any future live calls as well as the ability to join them so it's re, i mean it's a huge bonus mm-hmm. to be able to have kind of that lifetime access where you just and then Now, both have a Facebook group. They both get access to the Facebook group. So we still have that community in there, um, which is also phenomenal. I've got – and then, you know, you get, just like most courses, you get handouts and references. We've got tons of slides for each live call that you'll go through. I've got this one, which is all of the reference ranges. So it makes it really nice and easy and organized um, Mm -hmm. by, like, the section – um, and then a hundred and something references. This is all the the literature references that are listed yeah, again by amazing. modules. So it's super easy to find.
0: Yeah, I uh, I was looking through that the other day. Um, I love that you put that information all together for everybody yeah. in the course because, I mean, I think that that's pretty rare to find all of the references for something. I,
1: I've done courses that don't have references. I'm like, where is this information coming from? Right. Like, how can I, it's at at this point, it's just your word. I want to know where it's coming from.
0: Yeah. 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 I am always so, um, forthcoming with that. Most of the information from my HTMA course is from like these three specific doctors that have done the most HTMA research. And so, but none of the other HTMA courses I took told me, anything about like where the information was coming from and I was like how am I supposed to learn more (laughs) it doesn't make any sense so but I think it's great that you've that you've um provided that for everybody so are there any other questions from anybody who's here I just wanted to kind of open up the floor really quick and I I know we
1: also um, hopefully I don't know if she's signed up yet um for one but I did send someone who has done I've had a few students who have done RWS level 3 um, and then took mine. Um, so I know one of them was, was definitely interested. If we do the self base, is it just access to the one past pre-recorded call? Not just like one, it's one for each week. So there's a live call for every week. And so in each module, so like for the liver, gallbladder, you're going to have one, for blood sugar, you're going to have one, for lipids, you're going to have one. So you will get one that talks about each week. And that comes with, I didn't just like only do the part that I talked about, but also the, like the Q&A. So you'll still hear other students' Q&A as well.
0: Yeah. And I just wanted to say that um, the community that you've built in the Facebook group is really phenomenal too. Just being able to ask, it seems like people are in there every single day asking questions and you're in there. I always think that's good to note for people like that you are involved, like they, once they join, yeah. they're not just like on their own. Um, yeah, it's not I'm a sure group where I'm just like leaving
1: to the students to answer right. questions. I try my best to get it and in there and answer most questions. The only time, typically the only time I do is if I don't see it or if someone answered the question, great. I'm just like, I don't need to add to it because this is perfect. Okay. Um, right. Easiest way to get in touch with me to get tested as a page. So if you want to work with me one-on-one, you, there's a link in my bio to sign up for a free discovery call. So just check that out and we can always chat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, where can the self-paced course be found, especially for those of us who have done other blood cam courses already reach out to me right now. It's the only, the only way to find it right now is through signing up for the web, the pre-recorded webinar, just because obviously I'm pushing for the live course signups right now. Um, but it's totally still available. So if you do just really want the self-paced, um, just reach out to me and I can send you that link directly. What is the Facebook group I've registered for the live course? Um, okay, cool. I, there's, there's a message waiting on your Facebook messenger for me it's probably in yours I know who you are um, I just wanted to make sure that I think the names the last names weren't matching up so I will get you at it it's been sitting in the in the request so I see you Laura
0: <laughs> perfect yeah I'm excited to chat with with um, somebody who's done RWS level 3 and your course because I I mean that's a common question i get from people I, I bet.
1: especially from within the nta community and the feedback yeah. from the handful that have done both is pretty consistent across the board but i'll let i'll let them share about it because i sure. haven't done it so i don't want to speak out of
0: <laughs> right 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 yeah and then i know there's um there's two other blood chem courses that i'm familiar with but i don't which I, ones um dick and weather bees mm-hmm. that has the the program associated with it which is yeah yeah. that's interesting um my husband actually got a report from a functional medicine doctor that we've been working with through optimal dx and it was like the opposite of what the doctor talked to them about and it was like too much it was very confusing and even me looking at it i've seen the reports
1: it's a lot
0: i was like what is this um but it's it's obviously interesting to me because it's an app and like the way that he's done that but i like your version where there's an art to this i think that mm-hmm. um that can be lost with the app type approach um that that he has put into it but um i've just i've always been curious about that and then emily morrows i'm not familiar mm-hmm. with I, I know a few people that have done hers um but i haven't had the chance to talk with anybody who's done hers do you do you have any insight do you have any? i do combo? i,
1: I... I have, I've seen a little bit of the backend because I knew someone close to me who, who was doing it. Oh. <laughs> but I have seen a little bit. I was just curious. Um, and I've had, I've had a couple people who have, who have also done that one. Um, cool. And again, kind of similar. It's most, mine's a little bit different. So the i t- I've done Brian Walsh's, who is was fantastic. Okay. Um, he's the one brief amount of markers, but deep in physiology. He was the one that opened my eyes to physiology and I was like, I really started questioning where these functional medicine ranges were coming from, because mm-hmm. oftentimes they're not in literature, mm-hmm. um, or at least properly. And then um, uh, Michael McAvoy, um, who's metabolic healing, he used to teach at uh, FDN, um, and okay. he kind of stepped off and has done a lot of his kind of a la carte um, courses for different for tasks. Different um his was the first book, Kim. course i took dick and weather everyone asked me about dick and weather this is the one that i haven't done that's so popular and i have i don't know why i haven't done it
0: right um, right but yeah yeah that's awesome well thank you so much is there anything else you wanted to go over today
1: no just make sure you can yeah. sign up like i said get signed up use yeah. that coupon it's test don't guess all capital letters um no spaces it'll save you 25 percent off in there and i'll see you hopefully some of you i might see really soon here in about 90 minutes
0: yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much for being the inaugural interview on Test. Don't guess um, about, yeah. and we talked about blood chem. So, thank you everyone for joining. If you guys have any questions moving forward, you can always shoot them my way or to Michael, and yeah. uh, we will. My DMs are always you.
1: open.
0: Yep. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much. Right. Thanks. <laughs> have a good one. Bye. All right, that is it for today. Thank you so much for joining. You can find me at testdontguess on Instagram or testdontguess.org, or you can check out the free private Facebook group called Test Don't Guess Functional Lab Chats to go ahead and continue this conversation. So until next time, always keep learning and stay curious. When someone sends me two HTMA tests and asks why they haven't seen much change, my first question is always, are you using Vicon? Vicon is the supplement company that I truly can't stop talking about inside our Instant HTMA professional community, and here's why. With Vicon, you're able to customize a supplement blend based on your client's HTMA test, complete with the client's name printed right on the label. So no more generic solutions or piecing together massive, complicated, and expensive protocols. Practitioners love Vicon because it wipes out supplement fatigue, which leads to real, tangible results. And clients love it because it's so simple to take, whether they choose the powder or the pills. And most importantly, they're able to experience the magic of getting the right nutrients along with crucial cofactors for their body. All you have to do as the practitioner is choose a base formula. Customize it using over 25 different properly sourced options like extra potassium or liver support, and you can even whip up a custom prenatal or support breastfeeding moms. The possibilities are truly endless. And then just to make sure that the blend is perfect, you can always set up a quick consult with the amazing Vicon team and they are happy to help. So if you're ready to revolutionize your approach to supplementation, grab our free Vicon guide and sign up for your own free Vicon account and let them know that you heard about it from Test Don't Guess. Check out the link in the show notes to get started.